0: comedy casserole, because the other names were taken.
1: I think he's old enough, we should just tell him the truth.
2: Okay, well, bring him in and we'll just have to be straight with him.
1: Barney, come in here a moment, we need to speak with you.
2: What's the matter, Mummy?
1: Unfortunately, Barney, Rufus is not going to be with us anymore. Where did he go, Mummy? Well, the thing is, dogs get old faster than people. Rufus was a very old dog and he's passed. Uh,
2: Yep, that's right, he's passed his uh, entrance exam for dog school and he's on his way right now. What? Huh? Dog school?
1: What I think Daddy is trying to say is Rufus has moved on. He's in a better place now. Uh,
2: exactly. Uh, he's in Dogtown now. Uh, the whole place is run by dogs. Dog shopkeepers, dog taxi drivers, dog dog groomers.
1: Mike, this is not okay. Wow! Can we visit Dogtown? I want to see all the dogs. We can't visit, I'm afraid. Dogtown is really just a a metaphor. Rufus, like lots of other dogs, is in a special place now where he and other old
3: dogs can be together. It's not a real place. It's a place just for dogs. (laughs) Will Rufus be happy there? Uh, uh, of course he
2: will. Uh, he'll be so happy. Uh, tennis balls fall from the sky like rain. Uh, there are rivers of toilet bowl water flowing through wild green parks. Uh, all cats are banished. Everything is edible. All vets are locked in tiny cages before being neutered. Strong Swedish masseurs are employed as 24-hour belly rubbers. Uh, humiliating animal costumes are a thing of the past. Uh, and Every dog knows he is a good boy.
3: Rufus is dead, isn't he, Daddy?
1: I'm afraid so, Barney. His time was up.
3: Wait, the dog's dead.
2: He told me he got off to a farm.
0: Thank you for choosing to take the time to listen to this course in relaxation. Use it to combat the stressful experiences we all encounter. Like forgetting to put the bins out, or failing an M.O.T., or making small talk with a neighbour, or filling a petrol tank with diesel, or setting your dog on fire, or your wife making a fuss over directions, or your wife making a meal out of that botched kitchen you did, or your wife making love to your best friend Steven, or whatever gets you stressed. Forget about those fears even if they're happening right now. In your bedroom, or your car, or your conservatory. It doesn't matter, this is a safe space. There's no adultery here. Concentrate on your breathing. Do you ever wonder who controls your breathing? It could be your subconscious, or it could be Satan. Now time for some stretching. On an in-breath, raise your arms above your head as if trying to tickle a giraffe's scrotum. Remember, don't overstretch. Just do what feels comfortable to you. The giraffe isn't real, and if it were, his long neck and tongue will suffice in his pursuit of a scrotum fondle. Now bring the arms back down to the side, and remember to focus on the breath before it becomes the will of Lucifer. Good. Now, as you breathe out, try and focus on your thoughts and watch them float out of view like a discarded foster's can in a gutter on a rainy night in Northampton. There it goes, chasing a used condom down the sewer. Finally, use the silence in the remaining moments of the session to really focus on the here and now and accept the calling of Beelzebub. Hey kids, it's time to play Atrocity! Yay! That's right, Atrocity is the historical board game that's educational and fun! We We love Atrocity! atrocity. Yes you do! Choose your character, your chosen race of people to scapegoat, and you're well on your way to Atrocity!
1: I wanna be Hitler! That's not fair, you were Hitler last
0: time! Don't worry kids, all your favourite fascists are here! Mao, Pop, Stalin, Trump, the list is endless!
3: Atrocity!
0: Make your way around the board, but watch out! Make sure your pesky conscience doesn't catch up with you! I won! Well done, Jimmy! But there are no winners in this game, only millions and millions of losers! Yay! Atrocity, the new board game that's sweeping a generation from the records of history! Yay! It's mousetrap meets risk with a hint of chess and a dash of Call of Duty. Atrocity, a terrible new game by Chazco.
1: Hi, Channel 4 is looking for extrovert go-getting viewers who want to grab a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to take part in our latest reality show, Celebrity Pets. We will be asking people who are zany, off-the-wall, real-life characters and who want the chance to step into the limelight to be the stars of a 10-week series. Our celebrities will be replacing their pets with you for one week. You will have to dress up and act like their pets, and each week the viewers will phone in and vote off the worst impersonation of our celebrities' favourite animals. You could be asked to be a dog, a cat, a hamster or a horse and do whatever they have to do to please their masters. You may have to learn how to use a cat litter tray or swim in circles like a goldfish. You may have to wee on a lamppost or sniff other contestants' bottoms. You may even catch some odd disease or have to have sex with a different species. You've seen Big Brother, you know the drill. Andrew Lloyd Webber is producing a major new West End musical entitled Jill and the Beanstalk and the eventual winner will be offered the major role of Daisy the Cow and all the fame they can handle.
0: For details of where you should go, visit channel4.com.
1: Yeah! <laughs> Okay, Megan, build up your courage. It's your first day in the new job. Time to just join in the coffee room banter.
3: Okay. I have been using the Milton Street car park for nigh on 25 years. It's a funny story, actually. My father would take me there when we went to go get ice cream. Oh, wow, this guy's we would been taught for ages. Why's no one the ducks. the ducks didn't like it, which is a shame because I like ducks. Ducks are a bit of a problem. No though. one is there even blinking. And you're not meant to feed them bread. That reminds me of a great story. When I was hmm, twenty-five, I used to deliver bread to the various places in town. Oh God, he's on a tangent. It was white bread. Bollocks. I used to have it with cheese.
1: He's made direct eye contact. I'm locked in. I now. would also
3: have a pickle with it.
2: That's how he gets you.
3: But not too Wait, often. Who said it's that? important to I'm Pete.
2: yourself. I'm sorry we couldn't save Good you. Pickles, save me? Really, Welcome to constant. your
4: new existence, and tight in tangential Trevor's grasp. At least that's what I hear anyway.
2: That's John, I'm sure far left there. in the zip-off trousers.
4: Stop it with the zip-offs. They were cool when I got into this conversation. It was summer. Sorry, couldn't resist.
1: How could you have been locked in a conversation for nearly six months?
4: Oh no, it's three years this July.
0: Just three? Ha, you young uns don't know how good you got it. It was the fall of 1990 that I fell into this conversation. Mm.
4: Yes, we know, Martin.
0: Wait,
1: thought. your lips aren't moving. How am I hearing you? Telepathy.
0: That's all right, though. Jacob and I soon discovered that only one thing had been standing between humans and mind-to-mind so, connection. To Sharon, Complete and utter boredom. Why is it that you are Jacob. That handbag today God rest his soul. Bad, why do I you think more this more company has such a high hire rate?
3: Combination just
0: Coincidence? So I think Sharon not. It's apathy can attrition?
1: I can't believe this well, is hat it. Hat this... Hat there must be an escape. Well, like... You, know, you know that time in Game of Thrones when like, Cersei is cornered by the pl- police... priestly bloke and you think they they like she's a goner and then she isn't and then...
4: I don't think that's quite the same.
1: Oh, wait, is it Cersei? Maybe it's the dragon lady, the one with the dragon. Oh, thingy bajiggy.
3: Oh, no.
2: Not another one. An internal meanderer.
3: Meandering Megan. When will it stop? But it was closed. So instead, we went and saw a factory that made pencil sharpeners. They didn't sell pencils. You had to bring your own pencils. I remember the pencil I had. It was a HB. And then they told me that there was an issue on the assembly line and that they ran out of blades. I tried anyway, but it came out blunt. That was when I first learned disappointment.
1: We should have had a proper survey done before we bought this old house. No one's lived here for years. It's thick with dust and cobwebs.
2: Help me get this cupboard open. It's really stuck and hasn't been opened in ages.
1: Oh. oh my god, it's a skeleton! Oh, that's horrible! And it's wearing some medallion around its neck with some writing on it. What does it say?
2: have to wipe off the dust wait a moment it says 1936 international hide-and-seek champion
4: it's a disgrace a scandal the supreme insult
1: since you arrived in this trouser pocket you've done nothing but moan you're just an anonymous little 5p piece worth almost nothing compared to some of us
4: Oh, listen to her. Just because you're a lardy two-coloured, two-pound coin, you think you're better than the rest of us. Well, look at my date. I've been in circulation since 1991, 28 years, and I've ended up in some smelly old man's loose change. Yuck! Does he never wash his underpants? I'm not two-coloured. I'm three, repeat,
1: three metals. My outside ring is nickel and brass, and my inside circle is nickel and copper. I'm also the most valuable coin.
3: Er, uh, I beg to differ. There are actually £5, £20, £50 and even £100 coins and all are legal tender.
4: Shut it, P. Who wants the opinion of a little brown, no-account piece of copper? They may be legal tender, but they aren't in circulation. They are all where I should be.
3: And where is that?
4: In a collector's cabinet, not getting old scratch with the likes of you.
3: Look out! His pocket's opening. There's more change coming.
4: What on earth? What's all this? You aren't one of us, are you? Bonjour, je suis un euro. Je suis here par mistake. English trouser pockets for English loose change. Your type isn't welcome here. Je, je don't want to be here either, mon ami.
2: Ce vieil homme pense que je suis un pound coin. Il is having a grand disappointment quand il try to spend moi. C'est terrible pour moi aussi.
1: <laughs> Pardon. Cry? Ignore Stanley, he's just a xenophobic, racist bigot. You're welcome here.
3: I'm not racist. You called me Brown. Well, you are. That's because I'm made of copper, not some glitzy, false alloy like you. Shut up, you two. Why are you crying? Beaucoup
1: d'hommes
2: disent que je suis un asylum-sika ou un migrant économique, mais c'est pas vrai. J'arrive by mistake après un school-skiing trip. Immédiatement, when les gens spot moi dans le change, he'll try et buy chocolat avec moi from une slot machine. Au fil du temps, je rattle dans le reject cup, mais ils not give up. Je suis unwanted. Seulement, used pour unloquer a un supermarket
4: trolley. That's all very well, but you are over here, taking our jobs and ruining everything. I remember the great days, when I was in Gucci leather purses, or in the pocket of some tight blue jeans on some gorgeous young girl...
1: You stupid old fool. It's not foreigners who are changing everything. Haven't you noticed what's happening?
3: I don't know what you mean. She's right. You are stupid. Millions of the lads I was meeting with have all gone. Melted down. Do you understand? Melted down. So it's not foreigners. What is going on?
1: The young and beautiful have gone cashless. Only smelly old men use cash anymore. This is our world now.
3: Until we are melted down and turned into a sewer pipe or something equally horrible. Look, there's a a different
4: hand coming down. It's not his, and it's wearing a rubber glove. Oh no, he's
1: died, and it's the undertaker. This is goodbye.
4: I'm sorry, Euro. We'll
2: face this together, like the old days. Merci, mon ami. A la furnace, avec courage.
1: I wanted to get a loan. I was thinking of using you as a guarantor and ruining our... Friendship? That's right, so in the future I'll be able to...
2: Have bailiffs take away my things?
1: Yes, it would be great if you could... Be
2: your guarantor
0: for a mates rates loan?
1: That's what I was about to say!
2: Well... You always have been a scrounging bastard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) To borrow up to £50,000 at representative 666% APR variable and land your friend right in it, all you need is a stupid friend who doesn't value your relationship. You must be over 18, not a horse, and able to stand trial. It's great to exploit mates' rates. rates. Apply now at flakyfriend.co.uk. He's just a man, only 19 years old, in agony. A selfish man with a lack of self-awareness, who knows nothing but first world problems. It's caused by a condition known as privilege. William is starving, starving for the attention that he craves. Please, will you help? Just £2 a month will buy William nothing he doesn't have already. Just £40 a month may pay for some of his phone contract. A like on social media costs nothing. We're doing all we can to end the outrage of young men living without beards. But the reality is that white, comfortable men with no real problems in their lives need you right now, simply to help them be fed with the attention they need to survive. Help a Hipster knows what it takes to save William, but we can only save hipsters because someone cares enough. So subscribe to their channel And make a difference please will you help to save a hipsters online life today start by giving a hipster as little as a 1,000 pound phone and they'll develop a blog start a vlogging channel maybe even a business selling disgusting old clothes you can provide hope no hipster should be born to suffer this way please show that you care and call 0800 top not today.
2: I can't find anything, Mrs Watson. You're fit as a fiddle. Oh, thank you for your compliments, Doctor. However, there is a matter of the utmost importance I wish to discuss with you. Uh, Sure. For about a week now, my husband has been complaining about the gales being untimely emitted by the lower part of my gracious and generous priest. (laughs) Oh, uh, you've got a bit of uh, air, Mrs Watson. Dr Turner, please, this is very serious. I reckon I've always had a stuffed shirt, but the problem is that my winds have recently been pretty odoryferocious. Odoriferous, you mean? No, ferocious, assuredly. I mean, when it makes your husband's nose bleed... I can't think of a better adjective, really. Oh, good Lord. Uh, But are you sure it wasn't just a a, a simple coincidence? I don't think so, Doctor. The reek was so strong and persistent that Whiskers, our cat, rocketed through the open window and crashed on the ground, stone dead. Uh, That sounds terrible. Uh, But how about you, then? About me? Well, uh, you were finding yourself at the epicentre of um, your... Um, well, how did you cope with it? Oh, that's very simple. I can't smell anything, and I don't even get any notice. If you will, I'm like a nuclear submarine that would have inadvertently let off a ballistic missile. OK, so what you're telling me is that uh, you don't make any noise when you... Well said, and it's a good and a bad thing. I don't understand. Well, it's a good thing if you're having a conversation with somebody who's boring you to tears. A little gust of wind released at the appropriate time and redolent of an authentic casoulet will raise that person's curiosity and make them swallow their pride instantly. However, it's equally a bad thing if your ambition is, like me, to go with the women of the elegance and fragrance committee to the swimming pool. Because apart from the bubble bath, there is no other pool where you could pass as noticed. Uh, right. I think there's nothing very serious, Mrs Watson. Um, simply be more careful with your diet, uh, better indulge in plain rice rather than a copious cassoulet, and I'm simply going to prescribe you some charcoal biscuits. Oh, does it mean that I'm going to see you-know-what in the future? I mean, because of the great Indian like puffs of smoke which are going to emanate from. Uh, no, uh, not at all, Mrs. Watson. Uh, the charcoal will simply absorb the air, that's all. Oh, good then. Right. Uh, I'm just going to ask my secretary to uh, prepare your prescription. In the meantime, um, could you just put your clothes back on, Mrs. Watson? Oh, thank you, Doctor. Yes.
3: Yeah! Here, love. Been looking at toasters in Amazon. What do you think about this? Four-sliced toaster, defrost setting, comes in red or black. Oh,
2: should probably look at some reviews.
3: Five-star, all available bread became toast. Oh. Five-star, the added feature of Crumb Tray, allows the accumulation of crumbs in a serviceable place, simplifying their extraction... And disposal for a later date.
2: Oh, that sounds nice.
3: Oh, one star.
2: Here we go.
3: This toaster provided no meaningful release from the inevitability of death. Oh, no.
2: Well, should probably look at some others. And now the Minister for Sport is going to tell us about his brand new proposal he has for sports and ledger all across the country. Thank you, Minister. As you are no doubt aware, budget cuts have been bearing down on us ever since the financial crisis, hitting sports funding at schools and leisure centres hardest. Whilst this is happening, Obesity levels are on the rise, whilst fitness levels fall. The question is, ministers, how do we solve this? Ignore it! Lie! Blame the opposition! Settle down! Settle down! No, obviously not! Instead, I bring the solution. Fusion sports!
3: Ooh.
2: What? Fusion sports. Allow us to get all the benefits of two sports at the cost of only one. I'm sorry to interrupt, but this is ridiculous. You realise it doesn't work in any way, right? I've never been more serious. Perhaps you'll be more convinced if I show you some of the tests we've run. Here, this is one of my finest efforts, tested by the good kids at the school down the road. It's a cross between rugby and polo. I call it Rolo. Pretty sure that's trademarked. Shh. Look, just watch the video.
4: <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ, it's absolute bedlam. Did you just add charging horses to a game of Rugby? Yes, that's right. Think about it. By combining these sports, we've made the perfect training environment for children in today's fast-paced world. We'll no longer need to worry about them being safe nearby motorways or train tracks. They all have years of training by the time they're 12. We won't ever have to fund another road safety campaign again. Even more savings. You can't just bring wild horses onto a school pitch. It's so dangerous. How on earth do you think we could get the public to accept that?
0: Ignore it! Lie! Blame the opposition! Quiet
2: down, quiet down. I can see our good minister is not convinced. Perhaps I can convince you with something else. It's a cross between shot put and cricket. I call it shit it. That's just rude.
0: Christ, he
2: just hit one of the fielders. Yes, that's right. It even comes with a side benefit of giving our nation's children the chance to practice crucial first aid skills every day. Every child will be a trained paramedic by the time they're 16. We can reduce the numbers of NHS staff, even more savings. But, but... Countless children will be bludgeoned to death. How on earth could you deal with that? Ignore it! Lie! Blame the opposition! Okay, okay, I can see you're still unconvinced. Here, let me try you with this one. Tested by the Athletics Club down the road. It's a cross between high jump and clay pigeon shooting. I call it high pigeon. That doesn't even make sense. Yes, that's right. Think about it. Imagine how much adrenaline must be going through that man's system right now. Imagine how hard you must train when you're trying to avoid the guns of shooters. Between that and natural selection, we'll have the finest high jumpers anywhere in the world within a generation. Just think of all the gold medals it'll bring in. We could use them instead of currency. Even more savings. But this is deranged. It's insane. How on earth do you think you can... Ignore it! Blame the opposition! I've had it. I quit. This is a terrible idea. All of your thoughts are utterly insane. And your names need work. And Fusion Sports? Fusion Sports is the worst idea ever To exist. I cannot even comprehend what made you think it was a good idea. Uh, Now, if you'll excuse me, I must leave. I have to get ready for my triathlon later.
0: Comedy Casserole was written and performed by Jack Barnes, Jean-Jacques Bricola, Dan McMahon Catherine Seed Barry Snelson and Martin Colbert Music was by James Otter